video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your weekly Scottish dose of all things gaming. We have hit the big 150 and we are celebrating it in style with a show that's packed tighter than a loot chest in a dungeon. As always, we'll share what we've been playing, what's coming out and what's been happening in the world of gaming. We have a wee multiplayer update for The Last of Us and we're going to talk about AI and gaming this week as well. And finally, we're going to dim the lights, put on our brave faces and tackle our gaming review of Five Nights at Freddy's, um, will we survive the animatronic horrors or end up as pizza toppings? Who knows? Stay tuned to find out. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I am Jessica, aka Jess. And I've got. aka Jess. <laughs> what a fucking nickname that is. Well done. <laughs> You're a rapper. Yep. Also, I have Craig and Andy joining me. Hello, aka Boyd. Three letters you've dropped there. Well done. Master Boyd. I take it over boy. I think it's though. because I normally I refer. Speak crap. I would normally call myself Jess, but for some reason there, I went full name, and you I don't do normally that. do that. Full no, name wanker. Yeah, that's why I clarified. Just FYI. Yeah. See, just on the saying there, full name wanker, right? Um, you've not been there for a couple of weeks now, but play football on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. You often partake. One of the boys, Richard. Right, mm-hmm. has taken to turning up in a full Real Madrid away kit. Oh my god! With name and number on the back. Barker on the back. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Kimmich. Kimmich. Aye. Who's that? The pl- the the, the, the uh, he plays midfield now. He played right back and midfield. Oh, right, okay. Right. Kimmich. Mm. Aye. So I obviously don't partake in football playing because I do not have those skills. But you have referenced this before. Is it am I, is my understanding correct that it's not cool to wear a full strip no, to a no. like friendly under, fun? Uh, under no circumstances right. do you no. wear a full kit. No, and Why? you certainly don't do it. It's just fucking... a bit. It's just a bit too much. What's the word I'm looking for? It's a wee bit keen. Keen. He's forty three years old, <laughs> right? It's, it's bit, acceptable uh... at seven. Yeah, it's a wee bit much. It's a wee bit too eager. You know what I mean? To, it's just a wee bit. Aye. See, when you shouldn't I, be doing that. Because at this age, you probably don't. I don't know. Do you have a football hero? Like, is is that what it's sort His of? Football hero is not Kimmich. Right. Why is it get that? One I about? don't know. I don't know. It must. I, maybe it just came with it. I don't know. But <laughs> discount it. I, but, but I swear to God, I went to pick him up, and he comes bundling out the house with this 
full fucking kit on socks and everything right yeah, he's bought the full champions league ball under his arm and i nearly just drove off i was like we'll play with nine fuck <laughs> this <laughs> cannot fucking rock up with this cunt oh dear what the fuck man what's he like that i i don't know where that came from but just i'm, call, I'm calling him out publicly because it's fucking horrendous a Bayern away kit as well. Where do you even acquire a Bayern away oh, kit? Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Bayern. I thought, I thought he said, I don't know who Kimmich is now, got you. Aye. Right. I thought he said Real Madrid for some reason. He did say Real Madrid. Did he? Did? Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, sorry, it's a Bayern away kit. Aye, yeah, yeah, that's my fault. The, that's why I was about uh, taking about when he said Kimmich. Aye, that, Joshua Kimmich. No, it's a Bayern away kit. Mm. Do you use it? Don't be wrong. See the top. It's quite a, it's quite a decent top, but mm. fucking hell. Just wear the top. Well, do you Aye. notice, like, I don't... I don't know if you know. Do people still call you Donzi as much these days? Or do Some you Craig. Because I've noticed I call you Craig more than I do Donzi these is days. Is it because I'm an adult? I don't know if it is because we're getting older. But even <laughs> even I'm referring to you like if other folk are talking, I say Craig, no Donzi as much. Well, uh, I mean? like, do you usually? Is it usually Jess you prefer rather than Jessica? I don't. I mean, I think like close people to me call me Jess and yeah. I'm cool with that but sometimes like someone I don't really know just goes in there with a Jess and I'm like and it stands out I'm like mm. Is that, you're getting a wee bit Slayer familiar roll. there <laughs> yeah. just tag those three letters back on fella <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care I respond to a lot worse than than, yeah. than a I f- nickname I find that I prefer like a lot of times like it's different situations but I find myself saying Andrew a lot more these days right whereas I was just I was so dead against Andrew for a long time I, ah, I used to call you Andrew when I went to annoy you yeah it was just felt too formal and, but I think the, the older you get like Andy seems like more of a kid's name then give it 10 years and you'll only reply to sir <laughs> Esquire <laughs> see, when we get to, see when we get to 200 we'll be getting fucking knighted <laughs> yeah, I suppose I know it's interesting because obviously when we chose the name Nathan for our son like we like the name Nate as well mm. and we thought we would call him that but we don't don't nah. really do it nah. it doesn't really suit that my sister has also followed suit by calling her firstborn child after a na- uh, gaming character yeah. so she had a baby girl last Mario. week called Ellie <laughs> fucking love if it was Mario <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ellie oh last of us Oh, of course. Keeping it in the naughty dog family. Yeah. Got you. Keeping it all tied in. She'd be fucking sponsoring us. (laughs) She should for that shout out. (laughs) That shit's not not free. (laughs) We were up to over the last week, Andy. You turned up this week. That was good. I did. I apologise. I was home making my dinner. (laughs) You text going, you do realise we were doing the podcast. And I'm like, no, I didn't realise that at all. <laughs> Oops. That's how bad my memory's shocking by you. See if I don't put stuff in the calendar. But the issue is, I'll forget to put stuff in the calendar. Aye, I do that. You know what I mean? So it's like if I don't do it right away, because it was in my head, go, I need to put that in the calendar. Mm-hmm. But I need to learn to do it right away or it's gone. It just flips out my head or my short term memory's really bad. I don't know about you. I know I've done you've at least had one concussion because I gave you it. Mm. Um, oh, I've had many concussions. <laughs> I was a belter. Right. Um, but I've had a, I've had like when you think about it, I've had a few concussions. Aye. Right? And I think like that stuff does affect you like later on oh, in life 100%. as you get older. You know what I mean? You don't it doesn't oh, affect yeah. you when you're younger, you fucking rattle it off in a couple of days. 
But as you get older, I think all that stuff starts catching you up to you. I'm, I'm, I think I'm starting to see the effects of it a wee bit. Oh, I definitely am. Yeah. There's times when, like, I'll be maybe writing or doing something just, like, monotonous. Like, something you would do all the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, to be honest, it usually happens if I'm writing and I just can't think of the word. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes it's like a very basic word, but yeah. I just can't think about it. And mm-hmm. then see the more I try to think, it feels like my head is in a clamp. And mm-hmm. it feels like, it honestly feels like my head's about to bust. And I start to get a sore head from it and stuff like that. And that's definitely from multiple concussions. Yeah. You need to listen to a recent episode of the Diary of a CEO podcast, um, Stephen Bartlett. Um, they had Dr. Daniel Ammon on it, and he's like a leading brain disorder specialist mm. and he was talking about all the things that have an effect on your brain and right. it, it was really interesting i all would right, highly well, recommend I'll check it out. it's good for you to know that because you'll be looking after me in about five years well, i don't know when i can't remember you sleep is one of the important <laughs> yeah, things Craig. you imagine. need sleep yeah aye that's definitely an issue that's i think that is catching up with me to be fair yeah mm-hmm. I, I do this thing when i'm writing sometimes where i'll write like say it's a word with a couple of syllables in it and uh let's say like somewhere and sometimes I'll do the where and I forget to do the sum. You ever right. get that? No. Like I get, I don't know if it's like my brain getting ahead of me or I literally just forget the first part of the word and I do it like, it doesn't happen every time mm. but like maybe once every fucking 500 words or something like that, it'll be like I'm writing something like, that, like different and it'll be like, like not, not as much different actually but more like words that are more like somewhere where it could be two words. Right. And you like just write that, one part of it. Aye, and I'll, I'll write where. And I, was, and I was like, no, that's supposed to be somewhere. And I have yeah. to fucking go. Oh. So there was a day last week I'd lost my phone and I'm hunting about and I'm like, I literally had it 10 minutes ago. Where the hell have I put it? So oh I've, got, I've got a watch and I've got like the find my phone thing. So I, d- mm, I went onto mm-hmm. my watch and I thingied it. And it starts ringing. <laughs> I'm like, and you were standing in the kitchen. You're like, Jessica's in the dishwasher. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did... Were you just doing it no as you're holding your phone, filling no stuff idea. Like it? it was like just slotted head. in, like it was to go in for the wash. It hadn't just fallen in. She'd sat it in the wash. right there. Aye. And then about five hours later, I was look. I'd been doing some cleaning up and I was looking for the fairy liquid and I couldn't find it anywhere. And I just get fed up and fucking left it, right? And then about an hour later, we're having dinner and I went to get the salt and vinegar and the fucking fairy liquid sitting next to the vinegar and I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Brilliant. I don't know what, shit, I don't know what so, happened to you that day. Yeah, that was a... It's funny how st- stuff like that happens. So, like, you can quickly just get into, like, like you're holding something and, like, you'll put it in the bin along with stuff because your mind just, like... Some things are just, like, you don't... Like, some things you don't think about. Like, somebody comes up to shake your hand... That's like that's how they, they hypnotize you because that's like I forget what the word is, but when you go to shake somebody's hand, it's you don't even think about it, do you? Mm-hmm. You don't think about I'm gonna take this guy's hand and I'm gonna shake put it up and down three it's just mm-hmm. an act that you do and you don't even think about. Aye. So the whole part of like when you build it when they see when they jag you down and then you go sleep. The whole point of that is you're interrupting an automatic process in your brain mm-hmm. and your brain doesn't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, fuck, fuck and it yeah. shuts down. And Aye. that's why you can put, if they're susceptible, you can put them under like, a type of sleep. Mm-hmm. But you get that as well where, like, you're just, like, you're doing automatic processes and if you're holding something, you just go along with it, you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't even think you're putting your phone in the fucking Just as well I got to it before I turned it on. Cause... Aye, because it was full and all. It's been game over. <laughs> Is that, are you going to blame that for uh, stealing sparklers as well? Right, that's not what happened. Got a thief over here. That's Stealing not... off kids. 
No. No, no. She just she comes back with six packs of sparkles. No, it was five. Yeah. So it was bonfire night at the weekend, right? And I was like, oh, let's light a wee fire. We'll do some sparklers with the kids. It'll be nice. Um, didn't have any sparkles. So I went to the shop and got a few bits and bobs and then got that on the way out. And I said to the woman at the counter, I was just like, oh, I'm looking for some sparklers. How many's in a pack? And she's like, there's five in a pack. And I was like, right, that's fine. I'll take three packets. Um, 15, that'll be enough for us. And then she was like, oh, it's £1.50. And I was like, I didn't realise they were so cheap. That's pretty good. I said, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take four then. That's mm-hmm. fine. So she gave me the four, swiped my card. Thanks very much. See you later. Off I went. And then I got a notification on my phone on the way home saying transaction declined. <laughs> so oh, turns out I hadn't paid for them. But But I never noticed, and she, the woman obviously never noticed quick enough. And then Erin had them in the kitchen, get like get as we were getting ready, and she's like, "Mum, how many packets did you get? I thought it was three, and I was like, "Oh no, I remember I said I decided to get one more. It's four." And she's like, "But there's five packets here." So you chucked another one (laughs) extra in. (laughs) So. And she's plain dumb. Well, it was an accident. Okay, I'm not gonna go back, are you? I mean, fuck it. I would (laughs) have. Anyway, hundred and fifty episodes. Indeed. That's pretty good going. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good going. 150 so, weeks as well. So you were asking, like, how long's that been? We've never missed a week. Ever. Have we not? No. Well, you well, have missed, yeah, missed a few. I mean, you were fucking making your dinner last week. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, aye, 150 weeks in a row. Oh, no, it's nearly three years. Episode one, the 7th of January, 2021. I thought, it was the, I thought it was the 6th. It was the day before my birthday. What hell? I do remember uh, it was. The, I mean, there's been the more than 150 year. episodes because there's been specials and stuff like that. So I think there's been about yeah. 100 and. It's probably been about 200, actually. And you had in Pure Dead PlayStation, Pure Dead Xbox, like. The first episode Afterlife. was just used doing a rundown, wasn't it? Like the first, the top 10 or something like that of the year, was it not? Yeah. 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 But do leave us some feedback if you if you think there's something that the episode's missing or things we'll you don't like. Down, then I think we'll get it nailed down pretty good. Please let us know because obviously we'll be. Going into a new year, so we might mix things up again. Yeah. <laughs> See, just before we move on, right, um, people find this strange coming from me. Uh, despite the fact I love the cold, I do like, during the winter, a little bit of heat as well, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so my You've off... You've got an electric blanket? I wouldn't allow that. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Not <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right? You still need to be pretty cold. Mm-hmm. But my, my office at work is... I'm the only person in it. It's... Baltic, like mm. to the point where there's like aye, the, that old building. Aye, yeah, there's like yeah. ventilation stuff like it's as cold in the room as mm. it is outside, just yeah. minus the probably even worse because it's the aye, aye, the walls. Um, so like you go in and you can literally like see your breath, it's mm. really cold. So I was like, fuck it, I'll need to get just like a wee tiny heater or something like that, just aye. something that you can give it like a wee blast. So I went on Amazon and I'm checking about, <laughs> checking about, and uh, I found this one, it's like 19 pounds. I'm like, ah, that'll do, fuck it. Mm. All I want is all I literally want is something that can blast me for five minutes and then just fuck off. Like yeah. I, 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 yeah. I like it cold, uh, but I, f- I was looking at the reviews and uh, I found this one that said we weren't disappointed. We bought this and it went mental. I started getting a sweat on, then the dog did, then the misses. But that, but that was just the menopause. By five o'clock in the morning, we'd got Spanish dancers in the house and a Mexican fella telling us it's lovely over here in October. <laughs> Tanned up he was. <laughs> right, I'm off down the Rose and Crown. Who's having it? And I was like, that's good enough for me. <laughs> if it's good enough for Jess from Basingstoke, it's good enough for me. Okay, it's that time in our podcasting adventure where we share what we have been playing. Shall we share together, Craig? Okay. 
Alan Wake 2. Yes, yes. We mm-hmm. have continued on with playing this game, have continued to be scared, have continued to enjoy it though. Yeah, I still playing Alan Wake 2. We're not, see, to be honest, we're not that far in. No, what, maybe it doesn't like, feel like it. Maybe chapter three, four, or is it chapters? Or is it? Yeah, no, I think it's chapter five. We're f- maybe four hours in. It's really fucking good, though. Really, really good. The graphics are unbelievable. The detail, like everything we spoke about last week. Like, I, to be honest, like I don't really have much more to say about it. I think we've only done two chapters over the last week. Like, we do get quite a bit of time to game, but getting time to game together yeah. is the problem. Uh, and we are trying to play through it together because you want to see what happens, but are a little bit on the fearful side of playing it. Put it nicely. I have held the controller on a few occasions. You have. You did hold the controller. Gone from A to B, you know. Um, but as I say, as I, as I said last week, though, I think it it just does such a good job of keeping that intrigue and keeping you suitably immersed, ready for that little bit of fear. But doesn't it's not. I don't know. It's just balanced really nicely so mm-hmm. far. It builds attention excellently. Uh huh. Um, it looks amazing. I agree. Yeah, it really, it really is. Like it deserves the scores it's getting. I think there was one outlet that gave it a six out of ten. That has to be just looking for attention because there's no fucking way. Like, six it's, out of ten. Ah, it's really. I mean, it's sitting overall. It's sitting at an eighty nine. Like it's really, really good. Who was that out them? <laughs> Who gave it a six out? 10? I think it, I'm pretty sure it was Metro. It's oh, usually Metro. Sick, fucking idiots. I mean, even I think Push Square gave it a ten. And they give everything a seven. Mm. So Maybe it's somebody who was too fucking shit feared to play it. And they went, <laughs> no, six. I'm not playing I, that. I, I read the synopsis and they just said it basically failed at everything it tried. And I'm like, that's what? that's not that's not what's happened well, to you. I've got to reserve judgment until I can play it. But um, it looks fucking... I'm only going by the first one. The first one was spot on. And if it's the same team and everything doing the second one and it looks like that, how... You know what I mean? It it's it's a hard amazing. statement. It's a hard statement to make four hours in. But... From what I've played so far, it's head and shoulders better than the first one. Right. Like, way, way better. And the way... I mean, this isn't a spoiler, but like they announced a while ago that it's in the same universe as Control. And so that, see the yeah. way that they're tying stuff with <clears throat> this together. Mm-hmm. It's so clever and so well done. Yeah. It really cool. is. It really, really intrigues me how the writing of a game like this can come about as well. Like, I know you look at, like, movies and things as well, and I don't know, to get all the finer bits of detail to all come together yeah. at the end to get some sort of decent conclusion. Like, I don't know, do you start at the end of the story and go, right, I want this, this and this to happen? Like, I just... Yeah, it, sometimes it amazes me how yeah. things come together because this one is quite a mindfuck so far. I'm, yeah. And I'm like, I'm lost a little bit already, yeah. not going to lie. But I know that it's going to pull itself together. Yeah. And I just, yeah, from the story writing aspect, I'm just... It, I'm impressed as, as to how they... How they went about it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they do do that, like films and probably games as well, where you actually just go, how's it ending? Mm-hmm. And you fill in all the blanks. Yeah. Yeah. And back yeah. the way, you know what I mean? I do think there's a chance, though, that by the end it will be like... It'll still be amazing, but it'll be like... It was trying to be a bit too clever. Like, mm-hmm. and I know there's DLC coming, so right. I'm expecting a little bit of an open-ended mm-hmm. ending, if you know yeah. what I mean, which, so again, sometimes it. annoys me, yeah. but... Look, I mean, I've not heard anyone apart from Metro say a bad word about it. So, and I know quite a few people have completed it, and I've just said, look, one of the one of the best games of the year by far. Mm. 
So, yeah, I'm excited to play more. We just need to get the time. Uh, okay, I've also been player, playing more of Jusuan. Oh, is that it? Oh, I, I like to play that. Yeah, it came out last week. So we recorded last week before the embargo lifted which we were a bit sus on because i'm like it, it went live on like game pass on the 31st and then mm-hmm. the review was there the review embargo wasn't till like half past four that day and you know there was that i don't know slight but concern you, that you had played some of it yeah and so i you were yeah but confident. there was still a concern that like hmm, what's up here what you know why did why did they do that but there is no concerns from for me certainly and you know metacritic is sitting with an 82 at the moment so it's scoring really well um it as i said last week it's just this i don't know really mysterious world and you kind of uncover the story through intriguing like hidden texts that you find and the captivating environments it just visually it's it's stunning and i I thought it was all kind of going to be the same but i've now entered like inside of the tower and it's kind of changed and so you know, it's something about it. Looks really yeah, cool. Um, it's it's dead calming and relaxing though as mm. well because you're just like the the music. I think is done really well too. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gameplay is satisfying as it looks. I mean, you're you're climbing, but yeah. you know. <laughs> but there is a little bit of puzzling involved to go yeah. right. How am I actually getting over there, or how am I getting up to that bit? To um, it's really different as well. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get a full game based on climbing no, that often. No. And it's just yeah, the art style looks really cool. Like I mean, I've still to play it. I haven't played it yet, but from what I've seen of what you've played, like it just looks really fucking cool. Yeah, it's a really. fairly short experience as well. It's I, I think you can do it in a couple of hours. To be honest, um, I'm probably longer than that at the moment. But I think how long to beat said four hours. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, but again, that's what you want. I mean, see if a game like this was twenty hours, I you'd burn it, out well uh, before yeah, then. It would yeah. overstay its welcome, because at the end of the day, it, that literally is all it is. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, and it's on Game Pass as well. So, yeah, it seems to be going down well. Like I, I've seen a lot of people, uh, I, I suppose, by virtue of it being on Game Pass, saying that they checked it out. And mm-hmm. like again, I've not heard anyone really say a bad thing about it. And you would think this game would be a little bit marmite, mm-hmm. like because it's like I don't know. Okay, the climbing's good, but I don't like climbing in games, so fuck this. Yeah. But I, I haven't really seen that, so it, it does seem to have quite a wide appeal, and maybe some of that is the the really nice art style and the sort of intrigue around the world. Yeah, and that kind of like pastel kind of colours and stuff that just looks quite, like you said, it's kind of soothing, and the, the music's cool as well. Yeah. I'm looking forward to playing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've also been playing more of the Agatha Christie murder on the Orient Express. So I kind of mentioned this, I think, a couple of weeks ago. I don't think I played it last week, but I've proceeded more with it now. The, the issue is the PlayStation 5 in our house. So I have decided to play it on the PlayStation 4. That's how so, I've <laughs> overcome that. Yeah, we go through periods where like we get codes or like for one console rather than the other or a bunch of games come to game pass or like something like that and we're it always it never seems to be an even split of things coming to the console like so that we can both be playing at the same time Mm. and obviously with spider-man recently our son has been just any free time anytime he sees that playstation off he's on it he's platinum the game now and he's now playing it on the hardest difficulty again right he's enjoying it then (laughs) Hi, he loves mm. Spider-Man. Yeah. There is going to be a Spider-Man spoiler cast coming up. So yes, later I'll this leave week. A, I'll leave a link in the description. You can 
to share your thoughts. What? I was, do you know, I wasn't even invited to that. Were you not? No, I think it's because I dared to say that <laughs> Spider Man is overdone. And I, no, I didn't even get Have invited. Have you left a comment to that effect? I, I fucking will be. There's a form. <laughs> there is a form. There's a form you can fill out. And I never <laughs> I never even get an invite. <laughs> fucking scandal. <laughs> um, yeah, so Try back, to censor the truth. Back to Murder on the Orient Express. So I spoke about it a few weeks ago. Like it, It's kind of a modernised and revisited version of the classic story. So it takes place in like December 2023. So it's this era. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, and I think, I don't know, I recently played the Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot, The London Case, which is a different game because it's that like kind of isometric 3D view, whereas this one's like third person. Um, and I just, I'm not a fan of the Poirot character model. Mm. Well, see, the thing is, right, so if this is set in 2023, how does the rape tash go down? Well, Because back then you could get away with a rape tash. Right, it was accepted, <laughs> but in twenty twenty three, you can't even get about with a rape tash. Has that been brought up? Has he been questioned on that yet? No, but you did have to before you left your room get your have a fucking shave, get your comb out, get your wax out. You had to click in them all to make sure that the tash was. He made a wee comment. Honestly, yeah, as rapey as possible. He he reminds me like in terms of the look that they've gone for. He's like a mix between a chuckle brother and Bruce Forsyth. For fuck's sake. That's what he looks like. That is quite the deviant. Um. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. Um, Master level deviant. um, I mean, mean, our family is quite closely tied to the Chuckle Brothers as well. I mean, your sister can't have a fucking function without a Chuckle Brother appearing (laughs) (laughs) on a video and wishing them well. What? What do you mean? My brother-in-law, every time his family has like any sort of get-together, they they do that like thing where you can pay like cameo, aye, and yeah. they pay a chuckle brother. <laughs> it's been going on for about three years. Well, there's only one left now, as I know. That's one of them died. Did he? Yeah, so he's only got one chuckle brother. Aye, well, maybe he's, put his so, rate, he's probably put his rates up. Anyway. It'll be just be to me. <laughs> 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 I'm sure that's probably been done before. <laughs> the poor fucker can't sleep at night. He's just waiting for a reply. <laughs> right, anyway, back to my game. So aside from the character, I have been enjoying it. Um, although I would say it takes a while to get going. So if you if you are planning on playing it, I don't know. I just, it seemed like there was quite a bit of filler at the start. Like granted, you need a little bit of a tutorial about how the, puzzling works and how the mind map works to kind of bring all your conclusions together so like the first puzzle or the first kind of thing was like a there was a lost train ticket that you had to go and find but then the next thing i'm making custard and what? i've got to put the recipe together to make custard and i was just about like what the fuck's going on here and then there was another bit where i was the, the chef and Aye. the pastry chef were having valuable life skills for this year. We're no. having an argument about how they're going to fit everything in the fridge, and then there's like a little mini Tetris game fitting everything in. Oh my god! So there was a, and I'm like, where's the murder? Come on, that's I, what I'm I, here for. I wonder if this is like back to this whole like it feels like a lot of games these days are padded for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it can't be four hours long. It has to be ten hours long. So let's pad it out. Like, does it feel? Does it feel like that or? Or is this giving you the skills you'll then... Is, is it showing you the mechanics in a weird way so that you'll have them later? I think mm, so. I think shout, so. Um, there, there has indeed now been a murder <coughs> at the point I'm at. Um, and about fucking time. Yeah. How far in are you? 
don't know. Couple hours. More than that, I would say. Well, like three, four hours. Yeah. That's quite a long time to get to the murder. Well, I've done, I've done stuff since. I've done stuff since, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I do enjoy the sort of investigative stuff, (laughs) um, searching for all the clues and piecing things together, and um, and it it guides you quite well. Like, I don't think it's too difficult. Like, and if you get it wrong, like. It just says, oh, I must use my little grey cells again. You know, like... Does he say that every time, though? Aye. That gets annoying. And when he gets something right, he's like, ah, I knew I was right. And, he's, and I'm like, right, you don't need to brag quite as much, yeah. mate. Like, Plus, I chose every option before that, so you get it wrong four <laughs> times first. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking smug gun. Um, but I'm enjoying it. Like, obviously, I think it is pretty true to the story, if you know the story of murder on the early space. So there's a few twists and turns, but I think, mm. you know, you know what you're getting. That's good. Yeah. So enjoying it so far. Yes. Um, <clears throat> a few more levels than Mario as well, but other than that, that's me. What about yourself, Andrew? Uh, well, I've, I've had to put Starfield down because there's no been a, an update yet. Still no fucking update. Um, they've got a five-year plan, just stick with it. <laughs> See, they've like, fucking said they want us to play this game for ten years. Aye. And there's, how are we supposed to fucking play it if we can't actually right, finish it? Well, the... if you're playing it every day, you'll be done in no time, right? They have to space it out. <laughs> No you, I have to keep you in the hook Very annoying Very annoying So that's on The sidelines at the moment yeah, I started playing Life of P But It is really really good But I'm stuck at a boss And it's that one <clears throat> In the Kind of cathedral place Where it's like a I don't know Some weird guy But then there's another boss After it He feels that You think It's the first one Where you think you've beat it And then it turns into another boss Yes Uh huh Uh huh I'm raging I Aye. was fucking raging. Yeah. Because I literally had a tiny wee bit of health left and I was like and as it was manifesting into another boss, I was like, Oh, surely they're gonna fucking give me my life back and that to go no. And I get hit once and that was me. And I was like, I, I just put it down for a while because it really got to me. I can't remember the name of that boss, but I had the exact <clears throat> same experience when yeah. it took me about fifteen attempts and I was like, Holy fuck, I've done it and then that just soul crushing blackness yeah. of it going uh, uh, this is the halfway point. Get it yeah. right up you. And you flung everything at it because you were yeah. like, I'm nearly done, I'm nearly done. done. Every I've... fucking throwable in I'm... your wee bag has yeah. been fucking All launched my phone cells went at it and I was like <laughs> fucking raging. I was like, I'm now I'm deplete it. Because it's not as if you can just quickly go back and buy more of those. You've really just got to go about and grind and kill enemies till you pick them up. Uh-huh. And that can take a while. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck. So I put that down for a while. I downloaded quite a few wee like, indie wee games. I played like one called Gris. Oh yeah, so that was alright. It was I didn't only played it for like an hour, and I kind of got the gist of it. And I went, I, I can't see myself finishing this, but it was it was nothing wrong with it. Um, what's the one I've started playing? Uh, oh my god, why is my it was better than Hollow Knight, obviously. Hollow Knight, I was hundred. I didn't finish this game. Only played it an hour, but even that was better than Hollow Knight. hundred <laughs> percent. What's the other one? I can't mind. I'm playing another wee indie one. Cocoon. Cocoon, sorry, that's it. Thank you. Um, that's actually all right. That's Aye. quite cool. That's that, like a wee puzzle solver. Yeah, yeah, yeah you enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was really yeah, good. I actually enjoyed that. Um, so that, Life of P. I've downloaded Gotham Knights. I'm going to give that a go. No one as bad as you would expect. I actually Gotham really Knights? Enjoyed, I really enjoyed it. Um, that and then because that Jusant is it or whatever you want to call it Jusant 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 I'm going to give that a wee go as well next week but cool. that's what I've been playing now Craigie what have you been playing the main thing I've been playing is Robocop mm. which is really fucking good Robocop Rogue City I spoke about it a little bit last week 
but I'm much further in now. It's just, I, I really, really like it. It, it is double A rather than triple A. I think I said that last week. And you can tell in certain aspects, namely the lip syncing, which is fucking, it's unfathomably bad. There's times where the mouths don't move, then there's times where they do move, and there's times when the character stops talking and they're still moving, and they never move in anywhere near the way they should when yeah. someone's talking. It's fucking... It's it's honestly... I mean, it's as if somebody has shoved a fucking hand right up their arse and is trying to control them like a puppet, but mm. they've had a line of coke beforehand and they just can't do it. It's really bad. Uh, but... The environments look incredible. Like this Unreal Engine Five, I think it's something like it's, it's like Lumen technology or something like that it's using. And fucking hell, the reflections are. I showed you a little bit earlier. Yeah, like the, reflections, the reflections are amazing. And the puddles, like that, also happens with the blood. Like you kill someone, it leaves a pool of blood, and there's a reflection in the blood, which is really cool. And the gameplay is just fun. Like the shooting is fun, the feedback on the headshots, everything about it. Like if you like Robocop, you're gonna get so much out of this. The police precinct you get to go about, it's been so well recreated, like the characters are there, the voice acting, like it's it's so fun. I, I really I I think it'll make my top ten of the year. I really, really like it. I think they've done a cracking job with Did it. Did they just get somebody that sounds like Oh, it's Peter Weller. No, it's him. It's Peter Weller. Done it. The mm-hmm. voice actor. Yep. Oh, cool. Well, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, aye. It's the whole thing. Like it's 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 a total love letter to Robocop. Like it really. It's set between the second and the third film. Same with his partner. What's her name again? Nancy or something. Like that. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's not the same voice voice actress for her. But, but yeah, the like the likeness is there. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just. I don't know. I, I really, really... I'm, I'm not even the biggest Robocop fan. Like, I like the film. Like, I, yeah. I can't even remember anything that happens in the second and third one. And this is set between the second and third film. Set between the second and the third one? Uh-huh. Right, the, the third one's where he gets the wings at the end. He gets the wee jetpack. I don't even remember, remember that. Hmm. I'm sure I've seen it, but... Yeah, but yeah. like I say, it's it's got a cool villain. It's got, a, it's got quite a, a cool story as well. So there's like... I don't want to give anything away, but there's, there is, like... They try to lean into the political aspect of it. Mm. Uh, so there's, like, an election going on, and right. you're getting stopped and asked your opinion of it by, like, reporters, and you've also got, like, both sides sort of trying to come and kind of garner your support for the upcoming election. Mm. Uh, I don't know how that will play out, if it will actually be meaningful, but it's still quite cool, and I appreciate the fact they've put that stuff in. Like, it's it does add to it, mm-hmm. and you're getting some cool flashbacks and different stuff like that. It's, it's just, it's really well done. Um, Flashbacks I think, to his life before being Robocop. Yeah, right? and he's, he's sort of malfunctioning and stuff like oh, that. And, yeah. and like I, he I, did in the film. Yes, right. aye. So, mm-hmm. yes... The only thing I would say, I do still have a slight concern about the length of it. I think I'm mm. just over halfway at the moment and I've yeah. played it probably for about 15 hours. Like, I think you can. Apparently you can platinum it in 15 hours, so you could just smash straight through it. But do you feel as if you're getting to the point where you're going to be that bored it? No, not yet. No. I just, I wonder if I would before the end. Yeah. Um, but introducing any more, like... Because some games are like that where they're a wee bit lengthy, but like all of a sudden, quite long in, they might introduce new gameplay elements mm-hmm. to keep you on your toes. Do you think there's anything like that? I mean, there's up. There is an upgrade sort of skill tree, and you get new. Yeah. You get new skills you can use. You can slow down time. There's like a rush. 
Um, so yeah, you, you do unlock more stuff as you go on, which kind of adds to the combat. And the combat is satisfying, but I mean, I suppose when you boil it down, it is waves of enemies you're shooting with different yeah. weapons. Yeah. But it just, I don't know, it doesn't, or certainly so far, it has not became old at all. So it's no, just it's like a horde mode, basically. No, the environments are pretty... They're pretty varied, I would say. Mm. Like, you do return to some again, but it's environments that you like to return to. Yeah. Uh, there's lots of cool, like, side missions as well. Like, I know a few reviews said they were just kind of tacked on, but I don't... I, I like... So, a lot of the main missions, it is basically just go here, or there's loads of enemies, kill all the enemies, get whatever you need, come back. But there's loads of side missions that are almost, like, more humanizing for the mm. character like you have to go and investigate like i don't know like someone's missing their i don't want to give it away but like right, someone's missing their, a tree or something aye, like there's stuff like that right. uh <laughs> loads of like side content that you don't have to do mm-hmm. uh but i don't know i feel like it sort of fleshes out the world pretty well mm-hmm. and i'd recommend cool. doing it i just hope that me doing all that stuff doesn't then make it last too long yeah but yeah it's really good but i was wondering like so these Teon, the developer, they made that Terminator Resistance game and now right. they've made Robocop Rogue City. Yeah. So they've obviously got a love for 80s action films. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, what we, what could they do next? 80s action? I'd love to see them do Die Hard. <laughs> I want a but proper good sticking, Die Hard seem, game. Uh, they seem to be sticking to robots, though, but they, don't they? Well. They're, well, that's the theme, but it looks it. But Die Hard... Remember that game that was three diehards in one? Yes, on the PS1. Yeah. Aye. One was a third person. The first one was a third person shooter. Aye. The second one was a, like a light gun game. That's it. And the third one was like a fucking taxi game or yes. something, wasn't uh-huh. it? Yeah, that was fucking weird. The, the, the only one I liked really that was the first one mm-hmm. in Nakatomi Building. Yeah. It was third person one. There was also a game which book probably about six months ago now i could never get it working but there was a diehard game that got released on pc in 2001 mm. i think it was right. and it was a first person shooter and it was the entire story of diehard one oh, really and it only came to pc but i cannot get it running on modern on a modern system but mm. it looked i mean it was apparently rated just okay but i'm like i love diehard that much i oh, would no. fucking play that film. but oh, um yeah i'd love to see him do diehard but i'm trying to think what else like I'll maybe put that to the audience like what do you think they should make next because yeah. they've see with the love and attention they've gave to Robocop I'm well up for them like I don't know the, oh I was going to say Total Recall but that was 90 wasn't it 1990 1990 I'm sure they can stretch a year if they need to they right? could I mean we could, that'd be cool Total Recall for a uh, game yeah, that'd be a cool setting anyway you could, mm-hmm. you could flesh that out quite well because you could go to different worlds technically Earth yeah. and Mars couldn't you that would um, be quite cool yeah Maybe put that out to the audience. I feel as if if you made a Total Recall game, it'd feel very Deus Exy. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I feel as if that's the way it should kind of feel, but more like the shooting should be better. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I'll rethink as well, actually. Yeah, we'll maybe come back to that next week. Uh, I've also played more Racket Fury, which is the table tennis VR game. It's still pretty hard, but I've got the measure of it now. Okay. Uh, I beat... I beat the first robot and I was really happy with myself. And see, because you're in VR and it's immersive, you just get a bit carried away. So I beat the guy and I'm like, yes, get that fucking right up you. And I'm like dressing this guy down and he's just standing there. 
and I don't know why I think he's gonna like he's gonna react to it anyway. I'm fucking waving my waving my wee fucking bat. I'm like that right up you mate. Fuck yeah. you. To be fair, I was playing. Um, well, I tried to play Les Mills Body Combat last week, but Paddle. I, I can't remember why I didn't. But there was another boxing game that was on the Oculus that I thought I'll just try this one instead because I just wanted a bit of a workout. Well, that's meant to be a good workout. That boxing game. Um, Did you w- get rattled? W- no, I, <laughs> but similar to you, once I beat the guy, I've got my hands in the air, delighted with myself and then real, <laughs> realising that you know even no. though the crowd are cheering at me mm-hmm. like they don't care no they yeah. don't care <laughs> but yeah so like I don't know I'm I, in real life I'm okay at table tennis like I've won my fair share of games but it, it's almost like I don't know like we we played a little bit of walkabout mini golf recently and it was me you and Terry and we did two rounds and I won I'm still undefeated at that game and I was saying to you guys like it's just to slip that in there. Oh, look, but you aren't a challenge. That's what I'm getting at. Right. Like, Sorry. I'm undefeated at that game, but I don't think I'm particularly good at it. I just don't think I've played anyone that is actually good at it. Uh, rude. Well, <laughs> get better then. Well, I've not got as much time on the game as you. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying, but I mean, Terry certainly has, and he's still fucking useless at it. It's like Tekken all over again. Undefeated, unretired Tekken champion here, mm-hmm. and he just can't accept it. Uh, I played some more Vampire the Masquerade Justice again, like I said last week. It's really fucking cool. It's Dishonored in VR is the best I can describe it. And the more you play, the more evident that becomes. Like, they've taken so many cues from it. Interestingly as well, obviously, with the vampire setting, it's almost leaning towards um, Redfall. It's almost like... (laughs) It's almost like leaning towards Redfall, but this is better than mm-hmm. Redfall. Uh, it's really cool. I've, it's a vampire RPG with stealth and VR, and so far it's fucking great. Um, is it just on PlayStation or is it? No, on? it's on Quest as well. Uh, you can pick it up on Quest, and I would I would recommend picking this up. It's it's very high quality and very good. And other than that, just some shitty platinums to continue getting your uh, your quest to. Up the leaderboards. Are we going to find it? I'll find it where I am. So one of the ones that I played was a really special game called Anime Uni. Mm. Uh, so it tells you in the description that this game can be played with one hand. Right? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Why do you need that information? Well, so it is essentially a jigsaw puzzle. Uh, and there's three stages to each jigsaw puzzle. The first one, there's uh, six pieces. Uh, then I think it's 12 and then 16. And uh, each of the three stages, the girl loses some clothes. <laughs> right? Jesus Christ. Anime uni. Not university. No. Anime uni. U- anime uni right? Oh, so, there she is. There she is. Getting the kit off. Right, and a brand out. trophy. Is this you playing it? This is no, this is the trailer. Mm. Right, you need to. Right, because you would linger a wee bit more on that, wouldn't you? Once you took a touch. You can't linger; it changes automatically. Oh, damn it! You know, screenshot it. Well, not with one hand. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> right, because the other hand's doing something else. That's why you designed for that. Dirty bastards. Yes, you only need one hand. We won't let you know why we've designed it like that. You can work it out yourself once you play the game. Dirty gets. Dirty gets, Jess, huh? It's, yeah. Disgusting. Yep. Disgusting. Yeah. What time were you playing this quite late on, I bet you? Oh, aye. Early hours. 
Uh, so I think I got a couple of other Platinums as well. Also shitty. Uh, I have increased my ranking. Uh, I'm now at 486. So not, not, not by much. But I thought you were at 485. Well, it's in green. It says I've improved. I must have been 487. Maybe you went down and back up. Maybe, maybe. Well, you're getting there. At least you're slowly going the right way. Right, perhaps. But this is... I'm drawing the line now, right? episode 500, you'll be like, crack the top one, I tried to draw the line two episodes ago. Not the last episode, because you didn't turn up. I tried to draw the line two episodes ago, right? (laughs) Mm And then you just dragged me back in. This is it, right? It peaks just at, when I thought I was done, they pull me back in. It, it peaks at anime uni. That's it. That's as low as I'm willing to stoop. Right, you <laughs> say that, but do you cast your mind back to Nun Massacre? Nun Massacre was good. Right. Sounds like a classic. Well, now what's coming on the scene soon is Christmas Massacre, but only to mm. PlayStation and Steam because no other platform will allow it. What's yeah. It? No. I think it's basically a clone except with Santa. Murder on everybody. It looks really good. It looks It looks really good. I think... I think friendly. I think we should do a, a, a section of the podcast where we all play it and talk about it. Yeah, it's an 80s-inspired stealth slasher game with low-poly PS1-style graphics. Oh, no, I'm not playing that. So with presumably a Christmas festive tone to it. But you get to go a murderous Santa. No, thank you. We need more Christmas I games. You, I thought you loved Christmas. You want to fucking play a murderous Santa? I love Christmas that's time. Not spi- not... That's not in the spirit of Christmas, is it? You love the Christmas time. Yes, not Christmas Day itself. You what? I you like, don't like the, I like the build Day? up to. I don't mind Christmas Day. It's all right, but it's the build up to Christmas. It's, it's from that moment that the tree goes up and you can sit and watch Home Alone and Die Hard all day. Is right that, up, right do you need any excuse to do that? Oh, I, I'll only do it when the tree's up. <laughs> right, okay. I've so nearly that... I've nearly cracked a couple of times with Home Alone, but I just can't do it. You've, your willpower's held out? I would honestly go up to the loft, bring the tree down, put it up, watch the film, take the tree <laughs> down, put it back on the loft <laughs> before I would do it without watching. Oh, fuck's sake. The, the, the thing is, there's a part of me that believes you. You know what I mean? There's a small part that believes you would do that. I could just drag another screen through and put a tree on the screen. That'd maybe be enough. Maybe you should... Is the loft able to... Can you stand up in the loft? Yeah. Maybe I could should, just watch it up there. Yeah, you should have a wee <gasps> corner. That's always Christmas corner. Oh my God, we could turn the loft into yeah. a Christmas room. Yeah. And whenever I've got the urge... I could just climb up into the loft and watch Die Hard and like Home Alone. Like 80s movies, yeah, well, like 80s movies and the wee kids have always got a cool room in the attic and it's yeah. all Christmas lights and the... You could do that. That's a fucking great idea. Right, well, you do that. <laughs> they actually, see, when you go up into our loft already, you get a wee bit of a fright sometimes because in the back corner, perched on one of the like beams, is the VHS of Home Alone. So you've just got Kevin's face staring Looking at you. At you. Mm. And Kramer's up there too, isn't he? I've got a full like you what is Seinfeld? No, no, it's uh, he got in one of the episodes. He got like a big sort of massive portrait made of himself, and I got it printed and put it in a proper frame. And I used to have it up, oh, but right. when Jess moved in, she was like, "Get that the fuck out of here!" <laughs> <laughs> so it now sits. Yeah. It now sits in the loft. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Kramer. Okay, let's move on and get the subject back to gaming and we'll talk about this week's new releases. So there's 
as always, lots coming out. Uh, we'll just run through the highlights. So Football Manager 2024 comes out November 6th on PC, Xbox, Game Pass and PlayStation. So you can assemble a match-winning team and inspire them to dominate football's biggest competitions in FM24 console. Yeah, this is, as always, supposed to be pretty good. Uh, I have seen a few reviews say that it not struggles on console, but it's just not as fun to play. But, I mean, the game's essentially a massive database. It's not going to be as fun with a controller. Like, I think no. you really need a, a mouse and keyboard mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Which I think, to be fair, you can plug into console if you want, but I think it's also missing a few features on console. So I would recommend if you're playing it, play it on PC. I think most people would anyway. Like, if it's you're into PC this type game. of game, yeah, you're going to play it on PC, aye. We also have on November 6th The Invincible is coming to PlayStation, Xbox and PC where you can uncover mind-boggling scientific scientific phenomena in a cosmic, philosophical adventure set with eerie landscapes. A lot of big words for you there. It was, yeah. Mm. This looks quite cool. It's a kind of exploration-style game. The visuals look really nice. Um not massively into space stuff. And I feel like I have played my quota this year with uh, Starfield and Fort Solace. But, I mean, it looks very well detailed. It looks looks pretty good. It's getting okay reviews. I think it's sitting kind of 71, 72 overall at the moment, which is not high enough for my fantasy critic prediction. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's if you like this type of game, I think you'll you'll find something something pretty good in it. So it's just, it's exploration based, there's no combat or anything? I don't think so, no. I think it's all sort of narrative and exploration based, from what I understand. Well, that looks alright. On November 7th, we have Tintin Reporter Cigars of the Pharaoh. Um, this is coming to Switch, Xbox, PC and PlayStation. So after meeting Professor Sarcophagus whilst cruising the Mediterranean Sea, the famous reporter sets out in search of the tomb of the Pharaoh Kin Os. Oscar? Oscar? So we spoke about this earlier and I said there's a Tintin game coming out and you went, Who the fuck's Tintin? Do you not remember Tintin? You don't remember Tintin? No, I'm too young for that. Oh, fuck off. I know, here she comes with her fucking ageist views. (laughs) I feel like I've heard of it, but I feel like it was before my time. I don't Mm. think it was something that. It's Tintin the dog. (laughs) No. Is it no. uh... No. (laughs) Oh, it's like a. Swiss things that no, it's from Swiss. Something, something like, like that. Aye, something like that. Like Danish or Swiss or such. So, yeah. It's one of those kind of countries it originates from. Uh, I'll need to look it up because that's going to annoy me actually. See, in terms of graphics, I think it looks pretty good. I don't like it's. It's supposed to be a kind of. I don't know. I think it's a murder mystery, but a sort of investigation style game. But I think there's like combat and stuff as well. If just seeing the sort of splash screen, I'd be like, right, this is going to be pish. But it looks... The gameplay trailer makes it look good. It's from Belgium. Belgium, right. Yeah, I I don't know. There was no early reviews for this, but I would consider checking it out if... if if it does get positive reviews. Like, I I do think it looks pretty decent. Could be like a broken sword game. Uh, it I mean, feels it, if it could be that type of game, couldn't it? Uh, it might be utter shite, but we'll see. Yeah. 
Uh, also on November 7th, we have Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2. This is coming to Switch, Xbox, PC and PlayStation. So Tech Radar said in its review, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 is a significant upgrade to the original that transforms the sequel into the game the original had the potential to be. Featuring a lovely visual overhaul, tighter mechanics and substantial new modes, it's an easy recommendation for fans of Nickelodeon or platform fighters. I can't quite put my finger on it, but this looks like something. <laughs> yeah, there's well, no quite, there ripping off, quite yeah. a few of these games coming out these days. Remember that one that disappeared? Was it the one that came out and then they were like, "I was just going to take it offline for a a, a year, and uh, we'll see you soon." Was it, <laughs> Is that what it said? Was it multiverses? Yeah, I think it was. Aye. Well, they just went, we're just going to take a wee break. Oh, uh-huh. it was an early access and they were like, I... We're not, uh, we're not, we're not divorcing, we're just a wee trial separation. They literally just went, I will see you in a year. And, yeah. and took it off the store and fought were raging because they're like, eh, we, we paid for skins. Oh, wow. And did they get any money back? I can't remember what happened. They must have, because that's a fucking lawsuit waiting to happen if they did. Yeah. Surely. We covered it at the time. I just, I just can't remember. It's, I don't know. I don't generally like these type of fighter games no, so I can't imagine I'll play it for long we, we, got a, we did get a code through today so I will check it out like I don't know I'm looking at the trailer just now and there's a lot of recognisable characters from my childhood mm. so there is but none of them are my favourites like that's and where's the sister sister like <laughs> where's Johnny Bravo is he there exactly he should be there Keenan and Kel come on yeah I just feel like I don't know like Garfield and Spongebob and stuff but I was never a massive fan of any of these characters so I think that's where the appeal is a little bit lost on me Is Dexter there? No I've never seen him No I can't see it There's a couple of missions in there Yeah I mean unless they're just not in the trailer but yeah it does seem like there might be You'd have Johnny Bravo because he's quite recognisable isn't he? Yeah Yeah it doesn't look like it Oh well Maybe we'll need to get Clarissa to explain it all. I'm de- <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey-o! Showing your age now. <laughs> Nailed it. Really. Um, if you're into motorbikes, then Motorcycle Mechanic Simulator may be for you. This comes out on November 8th on Xbox. Um, so you can become a motorcycle mechanic, build your empire, you buy, repair, renovate and build your own dream bikes and you can become the head of Motorcycle Mechanic Empire in a realistic simulation game. Right, so, the, I mean, don't be wrong, if you're into motorbikes and stuff like that, perhaps this would be up your alley. What concerns me here is, you didn't read out the full title, okay? I it's, thought it was a typo. No, it's not. Right. It's Motorcycle <laughs> Mechanic Simulator 2021. So oh. I was like, that can't be right. But it fucking is. What? Apparently it's already out on PC in 2021. Uh, and it came to PlayStation, I think actually in 2022 or earlier this year. But now it is apparently, right enough, coming to Xbox this week. I mean, at and least... Not Surely you just drop the title. Surely I, you just drop that in the artwork a little bit. That's like so it, weird. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It just, it seems like a... This is the only reason I brought this up. Because I know it's not really for our audience. I'm sure it will find an audience. All these games seem to. But I mainly brought it up because I'm like... That's weird. You, you've got to do something about that. That's like, weird. Like you say, just drop the 2021. 
But you would think that maybe Make it's a new day with some sort of like licensing or something like that. Like, because that's so basic that you mm. go, by the way, guys, it's you do know it's twenty twenty three. Should we update this or just drop it? No, no. I think they maybe didn't want to put twenty twenty three on it because then it would seem like they're trying to sell a new game when yeah. it's not. But, but but then just drop it. Aye. Do something because I don't know. I, I feel Why like put it in there in the first place. It doesn't even make, like I the game know. is like you could just have that as like, the the type you don't need. Well, to be a here. lot of these games they do bring them out every. They do bring a new one out every year, which is mad in itself. Yeah, yeah it is a bit because it feels like a game that you could just DLC and update rather than fucking bringing it. But then you don't make as much money doing that, do they? No, but yeah, bit strange. Bit strange. I, I guarantee you there'll be people that are interested in this game that go onto the Xbox this week and start looking for it going, no, that's the old one. Where's the new one? I can't find it. Mm. And then find out that, no, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> um, November 8th brings us excessive trim on Switch, Xbox, PC and PlayStation. So you can take flight as a blunt smoking alien in a buzzsaw saucer as he terrorises farms and recklessly grinds through herds of livestock. In a pseudo 3D vertical scrolling slice em up presented in stark black and white and red three tone pixel art. So, the first half of this, I was reading through everything that was coming out this week, right? Mm-hmm. Excessive trim sounds shite, right? Then you read the first line and you find out that it's a stoned alien that's basically massacring livestock. And you're like, ah, you've got my attention, right? <laughs> okay, as this destroy all humans, but on drugs, mm-hmm. more drugs. This sounds fucking class. Then you fucking see the gameplay. Oh, dear Lord. I don't have it for you just now because there's not a video on YouTube. But I did get offered a code via email and they sent a few gifts and I was like, you're all right. <laughs> Hard pass. What did you actually say? No, thank you. I'm no, I just busy. didn't reply. <laughs> oh, I just dingied them. <laughs> it looks, oh my God, man. It looks like a fucking Amiga game. It just, no. Oh, well. It looked really bad. Aye, next. So, I bought it Next is Like a Dragon, Gaiden, the man who erased his name. This comes out on Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation and PC on November 9th. Once a legendary Yakuza, Kazuma Kiru faked his own death and abandoned his name for the sake of protecting his family. Now he is thrust into conflict by a mysterious figure attempting to drive him out of hiding. I like the look of this. Well, sorry. I always like the look of the Yakuza Same. games. Like they're basically like Japanese GTAs. Yeah, but they're just with a wee bit cars. too, more too quirky though. Yeah, it's just too much quirk to it for me. I, I I played a little bit of Yakuza Zero and I enjoyed it, but it was just too reading heavy. Mm. See, calling it a Japanese GTA, that's not fair actually, because it's it's not. It's way more. Not linear, but it's way more condensed than that. Like, I think you do get vehicles maybe in some of them, but it's not like proper open world. Like, it's all sort of, from what I understand, anyway, like I say, I've not played a foot one right through, but it's all like mostly on foot. Um, but yes. I'm going to play this one because this one originally started out as DLC for. One of the other Yakuza's, presumably Yakuza 6, maybe? That's probably wrong as well. Um, and so it's a shorter experience. It's only like, I think it's maybe like 15 hours or something like that, whereas they're usually a lot longer. And so even though this, 
I'll, I'll be missing a lot of the sort of lore going into it. I feel like this is a much more achievable one to finish, and it's on Game Pass. So I'm going to jump into this, and I think Callum is going to review it for the website. He's a huge Yakuza fan, and so I think what we'll do is I'll play it, he'll play it, and we'll maybe do a bit of a recording together, mm -hmm. uh, and my ignorance can show through as he tells me the world of Yakuza and why everything that I've taken from the game is wrong. Okay, yeah, sounds about right. Um, okay, that's your lot this week. News, news, always believe in the news. We are bringing you the news with your digging team. Always Um, so before we get into the news kind of properly, we decided to break out our first story into a bit of a, a segment as it has wide-ranging implications within the gaming industry and it's a topic that many feel strongly about. So um, I suppose let's introduce the topic via this article from VGC by Tom Ivan. It says Xbox has announced a multi-year deal with InWorld to build AI dialogue and narrative tools at scale. Haiyan Zhang, Xbox's general manager of gaming AI, said the goal of the partnership is to create new state-of-the-art tools for multi-platform developers of all sizes. Quote reads here, Together we aim to deliver an accessible, responsibly designed multi-platform AI toolset to assist and empower creators in dialogue, story and quest design. In Zhang's words, the toolset will include one, an AI design co-pilot that assists and empowers game designers to explore more creative ideas, turning prompts into detailed scripts, dialogue trees, quests and more. And two, an AI character runtime engine that can be integrated into the game client, enabling entirely new narratives with dynamically generated stories, quests and dialogue for players to experience. So yeah, I suppose what are your initial thoughts on this partnership between Xbox and, and World? AI's taken off so much that it's all it was inevitable. Like it's it's happened already, obviously, in games. Like we asked, we'll get onto the feedback uh, in a bit, but like people have pointed out rightly that this is not something new. Like AI has been used in games before, but obviously this seems like it's gonna be more closely integrated. Like they're talking about it doing like side quests, they're talking about it doing some of the um, some of the vocals, like I think for minor characters more so, but will it stop at that? That's the thing. So that's what we're being mm. sold in this article. That's what we're being told it is, but obviously they're not wanting to tell you the full fucking extent of it, are they? They're not going to turn around and go, aye, so see if this works. We're just going to make games with AI. That's all we'll do. Mm. Like, but yeah. the problem is that when these companies, if this does work well at this level, then the natural thing to do will be to, well, let's give it a wee bit more responsibility. Let's see if it can do this well as well. And it is going to cost people their jobs. It is going to remove that creative element. Like, if it is genuinely going to be used as a tool set to help creators, then aye, perfect. Not perfect, well, but I mean, uh, yeah, that, good. That's like, what they've said. You know, it, it, the tool... Well, the tools will be there for developers, but it's how they then use them that becomes the... And there's no... I don't know, there's there's no rule set on a lot of this stuff right now as part of the problem. It's all new, yeah, it's new concepts. Um, yeah. I, think it can, I think it can be implemented in a positive way. I just think that 
we're talking about big companies here and when they see I mean they already see but when they can cut corners and save cash then they'll look to do that mm -hmm. and so I think it will just become I think the AI will be given bigger and bigger role within the the development yeah. and i think that will harm the experience that, that we get as a as a result and I, I, I don't think that's up for debate like I, I remember i think it can do now but do you not remember when we started using chat gpt and like if you asked it to make something funny it was like we can't do humor mm -hmm. like i think it says it can now but it was just like it can't do that and you're there's like there's a right. lot of stuff uh, there's a lot of stuff that's weird like 100 percent it's weird about it um like, cause you don't know if you're getting like a biased opinion from it as well. Like, where it's pulling all its information from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one um, of the biggest issues I think for me. Like, it, it's it's like the ethical issues. I think that yeah. it's not. Yeah. Quite adapt to yet. Cause that's the thing with AI. I think it's like there's so much good that we can done with it, but it all it's it's not this thing that's been like it's, it can be out there on its own. It's been created by us, and it's who controls it. Mm -hmm. Do the people that use it for good? Like for and for games and stuff like that, the folk why I use it for bad mm -hmm. and totally replace people, and then you've got like kind of shit games, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's you still always need that human aspect. I think yeah. it's something that could be integrated and make things better, but then there's always that other aspect where people go too far and they want to use it for bad and they want to use it to replace mm -hmm. people and they want yeah. to use it for. I think like kind of stuff. quality control is one of the yeah. like I don't know most obvious examples where like yeah run run your game through AI virtual tests and to identify the bugs balance and issues and areas that maybe need improvement mm -hmm. but you cannot do this like solely yeah. you, it, you know that should be done in addition to yeah. actual people mm -hmm. yeah. do you know what I mean? yeah it should um, be another wee layer on top uh -huh. uh, definitely um, but yeah so some of the kind of just feedback that we got um old mate gamer says games have been using procedural generation for a long time that said i don't think yeah. ai can or should replace artistic ventures such as voice acting story writing character creation etc totally agree gaming at laldi ewan says ai for content yes yeah, such as npc interactions and conversations happiest aku said bad no further clarification needed sitiaka sitaka uh, said, if this is what it takes to finally get his Gears of War 6, I'm all for it. Um, TB003102 says, I can see it as both. I think utilising AI to help speed up production through basic automation would be great. It may more games sooner, but at the same time, it probably oversaturate the gaming landscape even more. Uh, Audio Speedwagon said, used the right way and in moderation, it, in inverted commas, could be good. Um, Gaming Life 191 said I think it's both it has some incredible uses but I think it definitely needs to be monitored and controlled in how it's used for e for example fake news very excited to see where it goes though the future really is exciting when you think about the possibilities and Punk wrote an essay um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, Twitter only allows certain characters but really? he proceeded to contact us to tell us all his thoughts um, but thank you I appreciate it um, he said um, you're not going to read it out it's going to be very offended I'm going to paraphrase it he said AI is a double edged sword where I celebrate independent developers being able to use a set of tools to improve their games and escalate them to a level that wouldn't be possible given their limited resources AI can do a lot of the heavy lifting for creatives and free up some of their time for more involved tasks that require a higher level of their attention which given recent ballooning development times and increasing pressure involved anything that can lighten their load should be viewed as a benefit to team members 
In a perfect world, we would have our, our organic creators doing what they do best and leaving AI to fill the gaps. Um, but he said, we don't live in a perfect world, do we? Nope. Um, and, you, you know, I think you touched on as soon as kind of corporations realise they can produce content without humans who require that monetary incentive to, you know, then they can... There's, there's going to be so much misinformation soon. See, there's too much greed in the world. As soon as they yeah. realise that they can, like, wait a minute, we don't have to pay AI. So, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's just, it's... Well, imagine the amount of scamming that's going to go and miss as well, like, because the amount of things that'll be like, people, like, they'll advertise something. Like, oh, try this new fucking crypto venture. And it's advertised by people that you would assume are legitimate people that you would put, like, stock in. And then people get scammed and you're fucked. Do you know what I mean? And then there's that clip going about with the video with the car that's on fire. Do you see that? No. There's a video of the where it's like a a car like a car's on fire in the street, but it's been AI generated. You cannot tell until they bring in the like the editing tools and the editing tools are sweeping through the car, mm. showing you that it's AI generated basically. Mm. And it's like that's what you're going to get soon as. Yeah, people will use that to say, oh, such and such has happened, and you won't know. You're not going to know it's real. You're not going to know it's real, and people are going to start going, this is what's happened, this is what happened, and no one's going to know it's fucking real and what's not real. That's scary, I think. But, like, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. If there is a, you know, looking at, like, NPCs or something like that, do Mm. you think you'd be able to tell the difference of one that was created Completely, yeah. That's nah, you know. D- you won't be able even to. Even now, no, I don't think so. There was a thing we actually missed this news at the time, but I saw it today. So there was a guy that made a mod for GTA Five on PC right. using AI, and it meant that you could walk down the street and talk to all the NPCs and have conversations with them. Mm-hmm. But you used a mic and you actually spoke to them, and they would then respond back to you and stuff like that. Because, well. I, I mean, I, I don't know, like, for this for stuff like that, like, if, if it's an NPC, like, that has been able to, been created to exhibit more lifelike and diverse behaviours, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's going to feel more immersive and more yeah, natural, definitely. and that's going to that's gonna enhance your gameplay yeah. experience. That's... But it's, it's when, you know, the, it's when AI is used for the, you know, the main character. That's the thing. Like, so like take GTA six, for example, it's, I don't, I think it's too far down the line now or who knows, maybe they have used some of it. They just haven't said, but like, yeah, you could have this where every NPC in the world is interactable, but no matter how big the development team are, they couldn't do that, Mm -hmm. but they could use AI to do that with Mm -hmm. all the sort of like just throwaway characters and that would make the game so much better. It really would make the game mm-hmm. better. But you just, it's then one easy step away from going, right, okay, we'll see the uh, all the side mission characters. We'll make it do them as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, see a couple of main characters, just make it do them as well. And that's when people, more, more people, sorry, start losing their job mm-hmm. on top. So as long as it can be controlled, but I mean, it's a it's a dangerous world we live in. The cat is out the bag. Like, see, you can't see now that we've like unleashed AI. It's not going away. Mm-mm. There's no possible no, chance it's going away. Oh, Aye. No. Yeah. it's only going to grow. Um, it's too useful for people to just go. You know what? Never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, unfortunately. 
Okay, other bits of news then. So we have been expecting Naughty Dog to officially pull the plug on The Last of Us Online multiplayer project pretty much any time now. But apparently it does still have a small team dedicated to incubating the idea. And the project's game director, who previously hadn't tweeted since the end of last August, has provided a small update. So as part of a couple of posts about Super Mario Wonder, uh, Vinit Argarwal teased yes i'm still working on that game um the game director had previously been super enthusiastic about the project describing it as one of the californian developers biggest efforts ever and a dream but earlier in the year reports emerged that development have been scaled back and after fellow first party studio bungie had questioned whether the release would keep players engaged it's unclear how many people are working on the game right now and what kind of launch timeline it's aiming to follow in october it was suggested that the project is basically on ice but it sounds like it remains committed but sounds like agarwal remains committed to it of course it's all just speculation until naughty dog actually comes out and publicly clarifies the situation it's a really tough one because i feel like they've put so much money into it that it's very difficult to just write it off and go well that was a mistake Mm. But at the same point, Naughty Dog aren't going to release something that's not stellar. They're not just going to go, "Ah, oh, it's all right, just stick it out." Like so they've I, got a re- too much of a good reputation. To I know. Yeah. So I, I just don't. I, they're really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like the game, I, I've said this probably since back in episode one. Like the the game should have just been the Last of Us multiplayer as a standalone game, and it should have been on PS Plus. And it would have got a player base. And then just... It didn't have to be more. Mm. It didn't have to be this live service crap that Sony just, I don't, from all accounts, seemed to be chasing more, more than most. Like, it, I, there, was, there was some slight report recently that they're getting away from that a bit, but I think that's more just speculation. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they will once Jim Ryan's away, but I don't know. Well, I think when some new guy comes on board... Yeah, hopefully. vision could totally change. I hope so, I hope so. But I, I don't know what they do with this. They've pumped millions into it, so it's really difficult to just walk away. But you also don't want to harm Naughty Dog's reputation and you don't want to keep putting more money into something that's not going to work. But it's interesting that they have still got a team working on it, even if it is a small team. Like They've obviously not given up all hope. So, yeah, interesting. Um, you're going to have to keep working on that, boss, Andy, if you want to play the DLC and sequel to Lies of P, which has been announced according to game director Jai Won Choi. The quote reads, our highest priority is developing the DLC and working on our sequel. The dev team is putting in significant effort brainstorming and exploring different aspects of the projects. Choi teased the upcoming DLC with the two pieces of artwork which include an image of a shipwreck um he also said a patch scheduled to arrive this month will bring significant changes to weapon and character balance as well as quality of life updates to reduce the difficulty in the early stages of the game andy uh, how early do you think? <laughs> <laughs> see i saw that and i was like oh they're gonna make it oh just early on oh. Because I'm, I'm about halfway through the game just now and it's fucking still difficult it's not just the it's not just the beginning that's hard um, that but is you, unforgiving, isn't it? Oh my god, big time! But you do get that old school feeling of fucking accomplishment when you finish a boss, mm. though. I mean that you you can't beat that. You know what I mean? That feeling of 
Like, I've literally jumped up from the seat. See, when I f- f- beat a couple of the bosses, I've literally jumped up. Yes, you fucking. You know I mean? Actually, when when do you do that these days in a game? You feel amazing when you, you beat do. a boss. You fucking feel great because you've had to work for it. Aye. But this one is just annoying me a wee bit. I wish I could just put the, t- the difficulty down a teeny, weeny, teeny, tiny bit. I would love some accessibility features. Like, I do get... I'm fine. Like, don't be wrong. I still think there should be an easy mode. But I'm getting the sort of, like, the... The satisfaction of overcoming the boss. But there's limits, do you know what I mean? You need to be able to, like... You can't just be like, right... Because you don't want it to get to the point that you're at where you actually just stop playing the game. Yeah. You want to finish it. So... It's a fine line of challenging and getting too much where I just like, I'm going to give up uh-huh. 100%. Yeah. When, yeah. when I was last playing, I had just finished a boss. So I know when I go back to it, I'm going to be at a bit where I can proceed, which mm-hmm. I'm quite happy about. Mm-hmm. Um, That's just me. me... I know. Because I know I'm stuck at that fucking boss. I know. So every I mean, time I pick it up, I, actually, every time I pick it up, I'm grinding a wee bit first. Yeah. To get some throwing cells and that. So I pretty much know when I first pick it up, I'm grinding for a new first. Yeah. And it's like, but I mean, each time you should be improved, you should go back to that boss and be doing more damage than you were doing before, obviously. Yeah. Or having slightly more health than you had before. I know. So in theory, it should get a little bit easier. And may- look, maybe this, maybe this patch will help, but. It's, it's cool. I'm really glad it's doing well. It's great to see a new IP that's obviously sold really well, exactly. been received really well. We it's know good we're to getting see a sequel. Taking a chance and doing something new that's actually working. Hopefully, encourage people to do that more. Yeah, very cool. So, yeah, I'm glad to see there's going to be more of it. Um, Shadow Wildcard has revealed that Ark Survival Ascend, the Unreal Engine 5 remake of Ark Survival Evolved, is now targeting a November 14th release, but only on Xbox. The PlayStation 5 launch has been delayed until late November. So this is the kind of survival-y... I've never played it. Have you ever played Ark? No. So it's like a survival game with, like, dinosaurs and... The trailer for... So, this is a remake of Ark Survival Evolved. So, the first game, I think it came out maybe like five years ago or something like that. And they are making a sequel, but they've also decided to release this, which is an Unreal Engine 5 sort of reskin of the original. Graphically, it looks fucking incredible. It really does. Yeah. I think the first game was meant to be pretty good. And so, in theory, this would be quite good. It's, it's been getting... Sh- it came out on Steam a couple of weeks ago, and it's been getting shot on from a high height. Oh, really? Aye. So, I would, hope, I would hope they've got it all right for console, but apparently on PC it's crashing like nobody's business. So, people are already annoyed because, essentially, you've got to buy the game again. So, it's 40 quid, and it's pretty much just a graphical upgrade on the first game. Mm. But, I mean, it's not as if that's particularly abnormal. Um, I mean, if you want to buy it, do. If you don't, don't. But, yeah, so some of the the comments on Steam, a, a guy just said, I tried to tame a dodo and the game crashed, but he gave it a recommended. And then someone else said, I want to see the NASA PC that this game was tested on before releasing to the public. <laughs> uh and he's just said that he he would he would love to change his recom his uh, sort of overall review to recommended, but he just can't. Even as a diehard Ark fan, it's just there's too many bugs. 
So it remains to be seen. Like, will it run okay on Xbox? It's obviously been delayed on PlayStation again. They're now targeting late November. Um, I, I, I don't know. The, the trailer looks really cool. Like, if this game ran properly, then it's something I'd probably be quite interested in checking out. I would check it out, yeah. But, aye, I don't know. If, if it's... If it's only running on NASA computers and PC, then I'm slightly concerned. Yeah, you don't have one of them. No. Um, and lastly, from gamesindustry.biz, Ubisoft has conducted layoffs that have affected its VFX and IT teams. So the Assassin's Creed maker said the move was attributed to reorganising headcount in Hybrid and its worldwide IT staff, overall 124 employees were affected by job cuts. Ubisoft said over the past few months, every team within Ubisoft has been exploring ways to streamline our operations and enhance our collective efficiency so that we are better positioned for success in the long term. These are not decisions taken lightly and we're providing comprehensive support for our colleagues who will be leaving during this transition, we also want to share our utmost gratitude and respect for their many contributions to the company. This restructuring does not affect our production teams. So yeah, they already did kind of multiple rounds of layoffs earlier this year. They closed like a mobile studio in London. There was a wave of customer service layoffs back in like May. Um, and then they've also cancelled multiple projects this year and last. Skull and Bones, look at you. Um, but yeah, it's still cut skull and bones. <laughs> fucking remains. Multiple, it's been delayed. Multiple projects cancelled. <laughs> fucking a hundred and what was it? Hundred and twenty. Four. Hundred and twenty-four employees gone. Probably the person that has to send, push fucking submit on skull and bones. They've probably been sacked. So that'll be that another year down the line. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> like the point's been made that uh, uh, during COVID and. A lot of teams ramped up. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft have always been way too big. Like, Ubisoft yeah. have like something like ten thousand employees. Like it's ridiculous, <laughs> and it stands to reason that they would have to sort of thin the herd from time yeah. to time. But I mean, it would be one thing if it was just Ubisoft doing this, but it's happening it's everywhere. Like There's folk getting yeah. cut left, right, and center. And when it's coming along, I mean, I'm not saying that it is. AI is the reason behind this, but like I don't know when it's coming at the same time as these sort of AI stories are popping up. Like people yeah. are are going to put two and two together, even if it does make eighty four. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know, it's not a great look, but I mean this isn't going to be the end of the the job cuts. I don't think. Hopefully, all these teams, uh, these people, cut are able to sort of get together and make a bunch of new studios and yeah. new ideas and new games and. Mm. But there's only so much you can play. That is also true. It's a tough life we have. It is. Yeah. All you can do is hope that half the games are shite so you don't have to play Exactly, them. exactly. Hopefully they make a studio and make an absolute fucking stinker. <laughs> it's not the attitude, but... Uh, okay, yeah, that's all for our news this week. We shall move on to our gaming movie review, which this week is Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> In the 80s, kids went missing. The police searched Freddy's top to bottom. Hello? They never found them. (laughs) It's why the place shut down. There are ghost children possessing giant robots. (laughs) Thanks for the heads up. 
Technically, they're animatronics. What do they want? They want to make her like them. Happy! Tell me how to stop them. <laughs> it's too late. So, Five Nights at Freddy's, if you don't know, is a film adaptation of the FNAF horror video game series. The film follows a troubled security guard who accepts a nighttime job at an abandoned family entertainment centre. The guard discovers that the centre's four animatronic mascots come alive and are prone to murder the official synopsis from universal states that the film follows mike a troubled young man caring for his 10 year old sister abby and haunted by the unsolved disappearance of his younger brother more than a decade before so first up has anybody played no, five nights at Freddy's? i was gonna ask what type of game is it it's, a it's only vr isn't it the only games I've ever seen from Five Nights at Freddy's have been VR games, right. and I've never played them. They maybe aren't all VR games, but the ones I've seen are mm. um, VR horror games, but I've never played one of them. So mm. I had no idea what to expect going in. I knew that there was some sort of, like, I, had I don't know, idea mur- the type of film, murderous puppets. Yeah, but I had an idea. I didn't realise they were animatronic, though. But it never turned out to be as much what I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. <clears throat> Because I thought most of the film was actually alright. I think the last half hour it went fucking... Like it flew off a cliff at the end. A wee bit. Because most of it was... The bit that... Like it was all all alright until it got to the bit where... I was a bit like, alright. When uh, all of a sudden they're all fucking building a fort. And it it was all too quickly normal. You know yeah. what I mean? This, this, these fucking things are alive. It was so quick. It was so. It just felt so quick that everyone just went, oh, all right. I mean, fair enough from the wee girl, but from the, the, exactly. from the brother, the security no, the girl, guard, like fine. he should have been fucking... No, 100%. The girl was absolutely fine. I can, I can, I'm on board with that. It's a mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Our imagination's going rampant. These bears are fine. I can deal with that. But when the guy comes out with a chair and goes, what the fuck? And it, it takes him like 30 seconds to be like, I mean, and and he's fine. Aye. You know I mean, and, it's like no. And no. inexplicably, he goes back the next night. Yeah, yeah he's still fucking there. <laughs> We're like, yeah. I am leaving the country. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit too. So that kind of took me aback when that happened, and then they're all interacting with each other, and and I just the fucking ending was oh, I thought it was terrible. I really thought it was terrible. Like, cause the whole point, like, let's try and explain it. Right, <laughs> let's try and explain this fish, right? <laughs> so, like, that's the basic bit, right? But the so the lore behind this is, if I can remember right, so there's a serial killer, so a killer, mm-hmm. right? And he's taking child killer, child killer. He's taking these kids, but he's some sort of mad genius. So there was this place in the eighties that had like a kind of go f- jump for joy kids play kind of place. But there's big animatronic teddies playing guitars and shit up on the stage. But what he's managed to do is somehow trap the souls of these kids in the animatronic thing. So it's them that's operating them now as these separate entities. I didn't re- I didn't know because then there was that scene where the boy seems to climb into one and then come out and grab that lassie when she gets her head chopped off. 
the hand to come to it as so, if there's an actual kid in it well that's the thing so I think what he did was the the daughter at one point says that he hid the kids where no one would have thought to look yeah, so I think, he, I think he did murder them and hide their bodies inside the animatronics yeah, so their actual their dead bodies are inside it and yes. then their souls have then taken over the right so that's what right, but then but that's why it's a wee bit confusing about the wee boys are like in the film talking to the lassie so are they apparitions or I think you know so I mean? yeah they're not real he doesn't that very well doesn't he no because he only sees them in his dreams and yeah. she seems to see them with her imagination exactly but there's no visual cues to show no. that he's an apparition or something like that. it just looks like a kid that's there yeah so it's confusing to fuck Aye. and it's even more confusing when she follows that kid that lassie follows that kid and it's as if it's there and it goes, it seems to be in the teddy because it's like going closer, warmer, and she's walking towards the big thing. Uh, and its hand comes out the mouth, which makes you think, are they actually alive in there? The, it doesn't, he, doesn't he give you a hint that, it, that it's an apparition? Or, the I only, the only thing I would say is the kids do look a little bit 80s. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> right, so we're supposed to get that. The fact that they're wearing like slightly like, old style clothing, they're uh, supposed to gather there's that. A, that's there's the hint. A, there's at that's least the visual cue. There's at least one of them wearing a mustard button up. Yeah. Right. Okay. Didn't get that, but fucking hell. Right. So that's what happened. Right. So these kids are their souls are trapped in these things. He's the master man. So at the end, the 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 lassie, the sister, she draws a picture of the main guy killing all the other kids. Mm-hmm. And I have somehow somebody, somebody puts a spotlight. All the lights go off, and That's somehow the a spot, does that. Somehow a spotlight. I don't know how he managed to make it go right there, but how he, he managed the spotlight to go right on the picture. So only it's only a picture they can see on a big wall full of pictures. A big spotlight right on her picture, and then all the big teddies start looking at it, going like, "What the fuck?" And that somehow magically makes them realise that oh, he killed us. He fucking killed us. Mm-hmm. And they start, uh, they kind of go for him. And, uh, they, they don't take a lot of convincing. Not really. No. No. I mean, that, 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 picture, that picture could be made by AI. That could be fake news. That could be misinformation. They don't know. They just kill a guy in misinformation. <laughs> Shocking. Um... See, this is where I, 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 it started losing me a wee bit. Is like when you start, to, like, when that started all happening, I was like, look, ah, this is a bit shit now. Um, but then when it all finished and I was like thinking as it as a whole I was like this just does not make sense at all because like the kids are going everywhere he's in his dreams but then the kids from his dream are in the world and it's and I'm like what the fuck is going on you know yeah. it was, it was, oh, it was yeah. fucking everywhere it's all over the shop yeah it, it, it was a bit confusing I, I, I think it would be have been beneficial for us to play the games to understand some of that lore yeah, a bit lore, better. Maybe. Like I think, un, as far as I understand, like the goal in the game, like as the player, you've got to survive five nights at that Freddy's Pizzeria place, whatever oh, it is, whilst avoiding uh, obviously the. Ah right, but to be fair, this is a film and it should be set up in a way that you don't need to. Have, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true. Because there's there's going to be people coming in from a, a new. They want to get a new audience with, yeah. don't they? So mm-hmm. you need to do it in a way that you explain all that well you know what yeah. I mean because now that I think about it like the film might have been sent set over five nights but at no point was that brought up either no no mm. maybe you're just supposed to again there's loads of stuff that you're maybe supposed to just pick up on but it's not 
hint like it's no hinted at in, in any there's way. no cues and there's, there's nothing that kind of like lets you know now that I think about way. it I think it might have been five nights you might be right no that mm. makes granted sense it's, so. granted it's in the fucking name but I don't know you would think they would allude to that or something yeah, yeah you would think so uh, you would yeah. think so to be fair um, and again from, from some of the gameplay that I have seen in like footage and things like that like I, I think they have done well to sort of try and replicate mm. like I think the the abandoned pizzeria looked really cool and authentic. Aye, yeah, yeah, the, big, the things looked cool as well because they're actual animatronics. Yeah. Yeah. Look, they looked pretty cool. Um, I think they, they looked quite realistic but also quite scary at the same time. Yeah. Like it's well, bit, Especially the foxy one. The foxy Aye, he Fred, was cool. Freddy. I thought he he's the kind of leader. Yeah, he was... Aye, Matthew hmm. Lillard, the guy who plays... Because like, he's the guy who does the job interview for him. No, the... Oh, you mean the kind of main one of yeah. the main yeah. the kid ones? Yeah. Got you, got you. Um, and I think I don't know. I think they did well. And you call him Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Matthew, somebody. Yeah. He's Matthew fucking Lillard. Shaggy. <laughs> um, I think they did quite well with some of the kind of I don't know camera checks and things like that to make the the move and jump in such a way that I don't know. It it's didn't rely solely on jump scares it was no. that kind of slow build up of yeah that's what i mean tension that's why I and it fear was right. that they built up oh, like mm. that part there was, of it was good. Start. yeah before it went off a cliff i mm-hmm. thought like it was done really well but mm-hmm. there was some bits that and it is directed like good at the start but it's just when it got to that bit at the end and it's it just seemed a yeah, bit yeah i think from the the uh, you're right i think we spoke about it at the time the point at which they became these fearsome figures to Oh wait, we'll just play with them. Yeah. We were a bit like, what the fuck? It's a total different vibe, isn't yeah. it? it goes but then, they, one bit but to then I think you you know you mentioned that kind of fort building scene and stuff like that. I think they tried to make that some sort of like emotional, like wholesome moment. Yeah. But they were. But then no. they are still murderous. Yeah. Whatever. Um, There's also the fact that you could tell that they were going for a certain rating. There was like no blood. Yeah. There was like there was multiple times when like someone was clearly getting murdered, but they just mm. showed like a shadow of it or something like that. Or just so, the noise. Aye, yeah, like the I, guy I, in the, the kitchen, the first guy in the kitchen, just hear the noise really. Yeah, like I think the game, the film, sorry, ended up in like a twelve. Right. Uh, I wonder why I built a large audience. Aye, so uh, they obviously had to make concessions that way. Did you at any point? know that it was Matthew Shaggy, sorry. Yeah, uh, we twigged. Sha- did we you, twigged. Did you twig it? Oh, yeah. I thought it was, aye. Yeah. No, no, never Because right at the beginning, one of my notes was, why the fuck do they need someone to uh, mind this place at night if it's been shut for 20 years? And then yeah. at that point, I was like, I answered my own question. I was like, he must be sending folk in there to die. Mm. Got you. Mm-hmm. Um... From a financial aspect of the film, apparently even before the the movie was released, um, the producer Jason Blum said that it already made its money or its budget back from selling the streaming and theatrical distribution rights. Oh, well, so it probably wasn't that. It probably wasn't that expensive yeah. a film to make, though. There's not many actors in it. One, I mean, the animatronics must have cost quite a bit initially, but once you've got them, it's like there was like three different settings. There's each house and there's the the arcade place pretty much what's up in like, the forest in the forest aye, there's like five mm. or six actors in it like mm. so aye, it probably was made yeah. on quite a small and budget his, the, the main guy was look good mm. that guy for the Hunger Games mm-hmm. is um, that what he's in what did we roam from he was also in Journey to the Centre of the Earth which that's, yes. that's it as well yeah. aye that's it 
Um, I actually thought he was quite well because he done. This could easily like be like you could phone this in. This yes, but I think his performances were like mm-hmm. were actually like decent, which kind of held the film together most of it. Mm-hmm. Like his like kind of commitment to the fucking material yeah. was actually like kind of commendable in a way. But um, aye, it's just a bit. It was a bit out there for me. Yeah, and when I was looking at reviews on IMDb, it's the theme was definitely if you were a fan of the games, those people enjoyed it. Yeah, like there was loads of people at that giving it like an eight out of ten and been like, oh, it stayed stayed true to the source material, good fan service, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And then there was people on the other side going, what the fuck is this? Fuck is this shit? (laughs) One out of ten, absolute waste of time. (laughs) Nothing scary about it. Nothing suspenseful. It's not really scary. No, it's not scary. No, but yeah, there was uh, there was a very clear divide of people who were into it and weren't. Yeah. Which is fair, I think. I think I sit sort of somewhere in the middle. I was. It definitely kept me. Go- I mean, I stayed awake for the full thing, so it definitely. That's kept- usually the benchmark. Yeah, isn't it? I don't know. I was intrigued, and then obviously it turned a little bit, and I'm. I was a bit like, "What's going on?" You're and I drifting. think, and you that well, in the northern dog. Would you like a sequel? No. I, I, see if they went all in one, and went one night at Freddy's done and dusted half an hour. If they went all in and made it an eighteen. And like yeah, when it was actually when gory I stuff went like proper gore, yeah. and they used this because the animatronics were cool, and yes. they had these same ones, and they were fucking butchering folk. Well, I think Tim it could have been alright. It's the Tim Henson company, right? Which is the company for fucking animatronics. It's them that come up. Yeah. He's the one that come up with. Is he's the main guy, right? And everybody else is like learned from him. Mm. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, I think if they did that and they went all in and made it a gore fest, I think a sequel could be quite good, but I don't think they would do that. Nah, nah. But that's the thing, it's harder. If you were like, from a business standpoint as well, you're like, we want to make as much money as possible, so do we... Fair enough. You you want it to get to as many people as you can, so you're going to try and... See if they made it an 18, it's probably not getting picked up by the streaming services. No. No. Probably not. I mean, look, it wasn't as good as Winnie the Pooh, but it wasn't going to be. Well, Winnie the Pooh was probably, like, as a horror, was probably better, obviously. It was Because this is classed as a horror. Aye, which is well, not. As a horror. I think it's Winnie almost the... miscast, is that? Yeah, no, I think Winnie the Pooh would have done a better job as a fucking horror, it obviously. Did. A fantastic yeah. job. A f- fuck off. Fantastic job. Who the fuck? <laughs> quality stuff so uh, um, I'm going to give it two pies two for me as well I'm going three wow <laughs> I did not expect that going in I thought you would be by far the lowest no I did enjoy it like yeah it was a bit weird but it was yeah oh well what's next week have we worked at it we haven't oh well we'll let you know then you had you'd thought of something then forgot about yeah. it so I didn't write it down. Aye, right, so we'll see if that comes back to you. But we'll we'll update on Twitter what's next. Okay. Uh, well, that's us for this week then. Um, thanks as always for tuning in and listening to our weekly episodes. Obviously, there are additional episodes that we'll be dropping. Hundred and fifty weeks. Hundred and fifty weeks. Yeah. Let us know if you'd like to see another hundred and fifty. <laughs> and if you wouldn't, just keep it to yourself, all right? Yeah. <laughs> keep your fucking opinion to yourself. See you next week. Bye. Bye.